Hey, welcome to We Live on a Planet. It's Monday, October 8th, 2018. How are you doing on this Monday morning? Maybe it's not Monday morning where you are or when you're listening. It is currently for me though, and it's 53 degrees. Highs are going to be 73 degrees Fahrenheit today. That's good. Winds are out of the east, northeast, three miles per hour. Why do I share the temperature? Why do I do all that? Just to document it, let you know. You guys out there listening and wherever you are, all over this world, I have listeners that tune into We Live on a Planet from the Kingdom of Bahrain, Micronesia to Montana, Colorado, Japan, Ireland, Australia. I've got listeners that listen right here in upstate New York. I'm thankful that you guys tune in. I'm thankful that you allow me to come out and just kind of share uh, what's going on in my life with you. I want to get back to that more. You know, I have, this is episode 280. And it's like, holy cow, I've talked a lot to you. And if you've been here all this time, tuning in to We Live on a Planet, kudos to you. Thank you for riding this roller coaster with me that I'm on. And you're on a roller coaster too. We're all on one. It's just a little different. And mine has, has, has its ups and downs. And I come out and I share and I'm honest with you. And I tell you about my struggles and other things and think that I put pressure on myself sometimes too much with the show and I didn't used to actually this month I think it was like October 30th or so or 29th was my first podcast ever I found anchor a year ago this month and when I first started in version 2.0 I'd push the button all the time and I wouldn't overthink anything I wouldn't have these self-doubts and I just came out and talked to you and just let it go and I flowed and I didn't second guess myself or anything and it was new and exciting and fun and and then somewhere along the way I don't know maybe maybe 30 episodes ago who knows I like this pressure came on me and if I didn't have a podcast out right at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I felt like I was failing you. Because I'm like, I have listeners that want me out right at that time. And over a hundred plus episodes ago, I was that same guy saying, hey, I want to be your voice that's going to be out here. At the time, I was five days a week, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're going to find we live on a planet in a fresh new episode. And that's what I strived for. And for a while, I was able to keep that up. I really was. And I happened to be in a mania at the time, too. You know, and I I felt on top of the world. I felt capital. When I'm on a mania, I could just uh, do anything is how I felt, you know. And I ran that for a while, that gauntlet. And then all of a sudden, it kind of started catching up with me and everything did. I went down to three days a week. And then just recently, I've been struggling to come out and just talk to you guys because all of a sudden, somewhere along the line, I thought I had to be perfect. And that perfectionist in me came out. You know, I just had an episode uh, released with Medicine Remixed, I told you guys about. And I listened to it and I really enjoyed it. And I'm so thankful these guys gave me the opportunity. I really, really am. And I could hear like things that I was like, man, I wished I had said this. I wished I didn't interrupt here. I wished I, 
and all these self-doubts. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, no, let me take this as a learning experience. Why do I always take that? Why do we all, as humans, we take things and try to turn it into the negative? I don't know. I do that sometimes, all too often. So I, I'm trying to turn that around today best I can. That's all I have is today. It's Mental Health Awareness Week here in America. I don't know if it is worldwide, but I know it is. And one in five Americans are affected by mental health conditions. You might be one of them or a family member or even maybe a addiction. I, I shared this number in a couple past episodes ago. I want to share it again. It's 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. There's many phone numbers out there. This is just one that I know of. It's for mental health or substance abuse. And share, share that number if you can. Man, I can't say my S's today. Ugh. <laughs> I apologize. I just say I'm, I've got a good show for you. I'm excited that you're here. I'm excited that I'm just trying to change my mindset a little bit. I had a good weekend. I was at my oldest daughter's house watching her dogs, and so I got to get my grandpups on and they are really great dogs and they are like one of those dogs that just want to complete be with you and please you and my dog Marley my pug he's he's like 13 years old he's never wanted a dog he's kind of like a cat for he just kind of you pet him a little bit and he walks away but my daughters are both my daughters dogs because my daughter Abby her dog Harvey he is a lover too and it's nice when I get to spend time with those guys because I get to get my dog on. So that was fun. And over the weekend, since I was uh, doing that and away from home, I got into uh, rooting around at some podcasts out there. And I found a podcast by the name of Background Noise. And it's um, I'm pushing, plugging the founder of C or the founder of Anchor, one of the co-founders of Anchor right now. Not that he needs a plug, but. It's Michael Magano. Background Noise is his podcast. And he was doing an interview with this guy named uh, Josh Greenfield. Now I'm plugging Josh's podcast too. Josh's podcast was called uh, You Enjoy Life. And it was a good good podcast. It was, uh, I guess those guys are friends. You know, tune in. Check it out if you want. But they, they were friends from way back. But the, the, the point of the podcast that I liked that Josh shared was he liked to just come out and uh, use it as an outlet to get his thoughts out and talk and experiment and be creative and I was like yeah that's why I started podcasting almost a year ago this month actually is when I found Anchor and that's what I've done for well we've today's 280 episodes and somewhere down the line I kind of lost that and it got I put all this pressure on myself to become perfect and Josh was saying that that's what he liked about his podcast. He could just kind of come out and not have to worry so much because he's got a popular YouTube channel to this guy, which I've never seen it, but I guess it's called Brothers Green. And they've got all kinds of followers. And on that one, he says he's aware of all of his numbers and stats and they try to polish everything and everything has to be a certain way and that causes pressure and whatever and you want to see your babies grow and make sure that your creations are thriving and he says with his 
his podcast that he he has that freedom to just kind of be creative. And I was like, yeah, that's what I need. That's what I find with podcasting anyways. And I need to just let myself be creative and not have that self-doubt that I've had that I've these past couple episodes that I've talked about. I need to just get that off me, you know, and I think that a lot of it, it's not just mental health that I have. It's just as a human, you know, we are always tribal and deep down, we're just, we want to uh, be the best we can be and be on top. And that's the survival of the fittest. And so you always want to try to be the best you you can. And so that's what I'm trying to do today and not be so self-doubting on myself. I think the only thing that's more exhausting than having mental illness is pretending like you don't. And that's something I've always done is pretended like I didn't. And it was until a year ago that I came out and shared about having bipolar and having um, addiction issues and substance abuse with alcohol and other things. You know, I've experimented so many things. But alcohol happened to be mine. And it felt freeing. It felt great. But yet also it's very vulnerable. It's scary. And you know, I mentioned all those other places from the Kingdom of Bahrain to Australia to Ireland and all the places that listen to We Live on a Planet. And then once in a while it hits me where I'm like, holy shit. I've shared a lot of shit. <laughs> I've shared a lot of things. You know, it's not just quotes and fun facts and the weather. Every once in a while it hits me, I'm like, man. And that's when that was vulnerability or those self-doubts come in maybe. Who knows? Because this disease comes with a package. And that package is called shame. It really is. And I've always felt a lot of shame. Felt broken or whatever. Because when any other part of your body gets sick, you get sympathy. And I'm not looking for sympathy. And I think that people that struggle with mental health aren't looking for sympathy. They're just looking for understanding, maybe. Or a little bit of, I get it. Because there's that stigma that just is still there. And so to have this Mental Health Awareness Week that just kicked off is important. I think it's important all the time. Education is the key. It really is. To anything. Wow, I've rambled to you guys quite a bit on this Monday, October 8th so far. Felt good. I just kind of want to get back to talking to you guys again. I'm wondering too, I've been experimenting with uh, Anchor's background music. That's what you're hearing right now. And uh, I can't hear it right now. When I'm recording, I don't hear the music. I don't hear it until I um, pick which one of the hundred songs that Anchor offers now another push for anchor i'm not trying to push anchor i'm just making it that facts are the facts i mean geez if you if you haven't tried this podcast platform download the app make yourself a podcast talk about whatever you want get your voice out there and it might not be monday october 8th when you hear this maybe it's 2020 when you hear this maybe it's 2019 maybe a year now now, maybe there's going to be a little part of this show, though, that you can get some value out of. Because I get value out of coming out and talking to you guys. And I get value out of sharing your phone calls and hearing from you guys. I've got some of those that I want to do today, too. 
So yeah, let's get to that. And when we come back, though, we'll uh, we'll learn something. Got our random fact of the day. Stick around. Hey, thanks for being here. Welcome back. Thanks for stopping over. You know, one thing that's been consistent in these 280 episodes that I have, I'm terrible at labeling my uh, descriptions of my podcast. I, man, I really am bad at that. It's just something I'm not, I've never been good at putting pen to paper and giving my ideas out like that. That's why I'm so thankful that I found podcasting because I can just get my thoughts out that way and I tried journaling before and I can't spell to save my life and I have fantastic penmanship and my writing is exquisite but I start trying to journal and then I was talking earlier about that perfection part that comes in or whatever it is and when I can't spell something as I'm journaling it comes out like crap and so yeah that's one of the reasons my podcasts lack the descriptions And um, so I apologize for that. But yeah, we move forward. You know what I want to do is share today a little fun fact with you, like I like to do usually. This one's nostalgic to me. I'm a gamer from way back. I still like to game it. This one is, when did the Nintendo 64 come out? Remember playing that? That's a lot of fun. That game system was pretty revolutionary in just the controller alone. The console was first released in Japan on June 23rd, 1996. Were you even born yet? Some of my listeners, maybe that was the year you were born. I remember 1996 well. The North American version of the Nintendo 64 officially launched on September 29th, 1996. If you were one of the lucky ones to get it, it launched with just two games in the United States. Pilot Wings 64 and Super Mario 64. I remember playing that while my cousin, my uh, just a couple years older than me, he got the Nintendo 64, and it was a lot of fun. I remember playing Pilot Wings. You know, the best game, though, ever. Probably in undisputed, well, I shouldn't say undisputed, but undoubtedly, I should say. Of course, people are going to dispute it because they would dispute that I told you it's supposed to be 73 degrees today. <laughs> Uh, but what am I talking about? Okay, game-wise, yeah, GoldenEye. GoldenEye, James Bond. Oh, God, it's still one of the best games, like I said, of all time. That debuted in August 1997, so a year later. So cool, see, you stuck around where it's more than just random things here. Well, I guess it was random. We learned, I thought that was kind of neat, because like I said, maybe you remember playing 64. Nintendo 64 and how far gaming has come today the way they are just think where we're going to be in another 20 years wow stick around we have some uh, phone calls from you guys oh no you know what before I take those phone calls let me get to um, this day of history we didn't do that last episode I want to share with you uh, a little bit of history stick around we'll be right back 
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Oh, that's terrible compared to my sound effect that I usually play. I, I gave the producer the day off today, so hey, welcome back. I'm over at the History Channel's website. I thought we'd learn something today. I'd like to share a little bit of history with you. On this day in 1871, flames spark in the Chicago barn of Patrick and Catherine O'Leary. So yeah, the Great Chicago Fire... It ignited a two-day blaze that killed between 200 and 300 people. It destroys 17,450 buildings, leaves about 100,000 homeless, and caused an estimated, whew, wait to hear this, 200, 200 million in uh, $1871. So 200 in today's money, that'd be about $3 billion in damages. Legend had it that the cow kicked over a lantern in the O'Leary barn and started the fire. But other theories hold that humans or even a comet may have been responsible for the event that left four square miles of the Windy City, including its business districts and ruins. Dry weather and an abundance of wooden buildings, streets and sidewalks, all that were all made out of wood in Chicago, so it made it very vulnerable to fire. The city at the time averaged about... Uh, two fires per day in 1870 and there were about 20 fires throughout Chicago the week before the Great Fire of 1871 so things changed and uh, they learned a lot of the way to build cities and you know what's interesting about that fact as well it wasn't until 1997 yeah that many years later that the Chicago City Council exonerated Mrs. O'Leary and her cow sad because she turned into a recluse after the fire and she ended up dying in 1895 so it wasn't until 1997 that they said you know what we're going to exonerate the O'Leary's and not say it was their fault so see we learned something that was fun thanks for sticking around and allowing me to uh, share a little bit of history with you I like history it's fun to learn something about that who knows what tomorrow's or the next show will be Stick around, we'll find out then. Also, stick around, I got some phone calls. We'll finish off the show listening to you guys. All right, we'll be right back. Hi, Patrick. This is Chrysanthia with All Things Glam. And I just wanted to um, give you a little feedback and tell you I know exactly how you feel about the self-doubt and wondering if you should even be doing what you're doing because I know um, when I started I had these lots of creative ideas and different things and content and I really I've gone through so many battles with my health but I'm coming up out of that and I'm beginning to listen again and get into that creative mode of podcasting especially in the northeast you know with the snow and all that other crap it's like okay it's better to find some creative outlets to do because hiking isn't gonna take it when it's zero below <laughs> anyhow i want to send out you some love and tell you we are listening we love you uh my friend Cassantia, how are you doing all things glam Yes, we all know how that self-doubt can be just crippling at times. And I'm glad to hear your health is getting better and sorry that you've struggled with a little bit of that. I'm glad to know that you can gain some value out of the show and that you're um, 
that you can relate and know that you're not alone as well and how those creative ideas can come in and you want to do this and then you want to do that and it can just some things can block you sometimes and then also like you said the weather coming up here in the northeast how it can be zero below and makes it hard to do anything but just survive that's for sure let alone just going out and brushing off your car and doing all that and i can relate to you there thanks for calling in i do appreciate you um, getting a hold of us here at the show and it's good to hear your voice go check out all things glam and see what chrysanthi is up to if you feel like finding a new podcast out there she's got one hey thanks for calling it looks like we didn't have another call i'll be right back Oh, oh my goodness. Yes, I know who Jack Lane is. Thanks to my mom's mom, my Nana. She was probably the first or one of the first females way back when to um, go to the Glendale, California gym and be about the healthy lifestyle. Yeah, way back then, before it was really even in style to be a woman and, you know, back then, as a matter of fact, a lot of people thought that was like, well, it was kind of frowned upon, I guess you could say at the beginning of that more, that was more a male thing to do to go to the gym and all that. But that tells you a lot about my Nana, I guess. She was a, a little petite, like barely came in at five feet, but she was, you know, she had what they call chutzpah, moxie. She was awesome. I, I love I loved my nana. I was so close to my nana. Thank you. That's infamous hottie. Thanks, Lisa. I do appreciate that. I knew somebody out there would know who Jack LaLanne was. And you happened to uh, definitely know that name because it sparked a little memory for you with your nana. I think that's cool that she was one of the first women who used to go to the famous Glendale, California gym and do her thing when it was a male thing. You're right. So kudos to her. She does sound like she had a lot of chutzpah and moxie. I like that term, chutzpah and moxie. I like both of those. You made me curious once you uh, said moxie because I knew that there was a drink called moxie as well. Besides the meaning of moxie, which your grandmother obviously had, which is the ability to face difficulty with spirit and courage. But it also was a drink, which I knew, but I've never had moxie. Has anybody ever drank Moxie out there? I'm wondering. Maybe you've had Moxie, Lisa. I'm not sure. Or maybe if you're out there listening, you've had it. I guess it's like a sugary cough medicine type flavor. But it made me curious and I found out it was established in 1876. Yeah, that long ago. And it's real famous like in the state of Maine. And just a couple of years ago, Coca-Cola bought Moxie. But I've never had it. I'm curious. I'd like to drink it sometimes. Hey, thanks, Lisa. I do appreciate you calling in. And to all you out there, who take the time to listen to the show and to take the time to push that button to call me. I appreciate it. I really do. And if you're listening out there from another podcast provider, perhaps it's not Anchor, and you want to contact the show and be a part of the show, here's my opportunity to push it. It's WLOAP.com is the easiest way to find the show. Yeah. Thanks so much for your time. I do appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you guys again real soon. Take care, my friends. Peace.